Right, we're back. Welcome to The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I'm your host, Toffer. And I'm your co-host, John. Welcome. We are Episode back. 16. Episode 16, damn, we're, we're growing up we're really quickly, on. man. We are. You know what, I've been going through like my Snapchat. You know when Snapchat puts up like the memories and stuff? like every day or so yeah. like we have oh, i don't really product. i don't really use it like that anymore really on, no, it's i know just, you're a snapchat man no it is i just open it up and just wait for the red dots for that oh shit i've got like so i did something this day so um earlier this week there was like a lot of um snapchat memories from when i was like i went to leeds this was like um four years ago or so I, you know shout out to my these people who love leeds and i don't know like <laughs> do you know what it is like i realized i think what, the first time i went leeds which was like 2015 I realized there's so many perks of uh, being under discrimination. So it's not the greatest thing, don't get me wrong. But, you know, for example, if you go on a train in a tracksuit, you know, you get more space on the train, which is great. But another thing was, so <laughs> I was going out with my mate, right? Obviously, got to, went to see my mate in Leeds. And we're going out, right? And obviously, Leeds from um, from Knotts was a long journey, right? So yeah. we go there now. Um and then we're lined up, we line up for ages as well. So I get to the front and he's like, it's student night only. I'm like, fucking hell, mate. Like, what am I going to do? Like, obviously, I don't, I don't go to this uni. But then I thought, hmm, okay, this guy's like Polish. You know, it's like a, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. what are you going to say now? Yeah. Go so what, so, you know, we did the switch, we did the switch redraw. Like, I'm telling you, this is, you know, anyone here, it's just a tip. tip uh, this is a tip for you guys to use at home. So, um, so what we did, right? Because we knew the guy was going to be ignorant as fuck. And he only did it to me because of what I looked like. Because he was just kind of just checking passports or driving licenses and checking people in it. But for me, he's like, oh, it's a student night. Shout out to our Eastern European fans. <laughs> so, um, right. So then the plan was, so my friend went into the pub, right? But they had a back door. So I was like, you know what? You go in. Give me your ID when you get in, and I'll just use that to get in. And fair enough, we figured he'd probably listen to this. We look nothing alike. We look nothing, nothing alike. But it worked, and I had a great <laughs> night after that. <laughs> and I realized, you know what? There's actually some perks to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, welcome to episode 16, John. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. That was a, that was a good. Um, what kind of club was this? Was this it like, was, was this an ocean? Was this it a, was a Yates. It was a Yates. A Yates. A Yates. I don't yeah. know what that means. What kind it's of type is that? Of, it's, type of, it's like a type of bar. There's one, there was one at our uni as well. Really? For sure. Yeah, it was oh. like, it's next to the Five Guys. Yeah, so it's like a really, no, no, that's not that's not true. It's not next to the Five Guys. It's, um, it's somewhere in town. I'll show you next time. But yeah, it was a Yates. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Yates, free publicity. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so to the next episode. But yeah, shout out to Lee. So yeah, just having snaps from them, like, wow, man, remember when outside of the thing? And I was like, I looked like I was having those, such a banging time, mate. Like, those uni days music. out. Yeah, it's just, it's not even the yeah. uni days, it's just the days of just hearing music out loud. Like, I love playing music out loud. So it's just, yeah, such a shame, man. I know that. I uh, I shared shared a house with you in, in fourth year topic. <laughs> yeah, I know you like to mate. listen to music out loud. <laughs> Yeah. Um, John John likes his his night's sleep. Just let everyone know. Okay, so this week in music, what's what's been going on? Apart right. from Timberland saying that Drake texted him asking for a Usher JT 
um, verses. You know what? At first, I was like, I don't believe that. And I was like, you know what? I actually do believe that. That sounds like some shit Drake. Yeah, that sounds like some yeah. shit Drake would Do you say. want it? Um, well, Usher JT. It doesn't yeah. even seem like a right match because, don't get me wrong, JT has dabbled in R&B, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's not... I wouldn't say he's an R&B artist. I would say he's a bit of a pop artist. And he kind of started out that way with him, NSYNC and whatnot. Whereas Usher has mm-hmm. always been an R&B artist to me. What's, so. like, Future Sex Love Sounds? then that's gotta be somewhere in between fair yeah I don't, I don't think he's fully I, I'm not saying he isn't R&B inspired but I feel like Usher is fully R&B I don't Usher think is fully R&B yeah do you know what I mean yeah. I, don't, I don't think that pairing makes sense whereas you added someone mm-hmm. who's also a bit of a crossover it makes sense whereas I'd rather see Usher and someone else who's like always been R&B I can't think mm-hmm. of someone right now but yeah I don't know if I want to see those two but I definitely would want to see Usher right now in the verses, for sure. I agree with you. I can a hundred percent see Drake sitting at home, <laughs> yeah, scrolling through his phone. So that like, weird Instagram, yeah. T- the uh, yeah. like, yeah. So the funniest tweet. I don't know if I talked to you about this, um, but the funniest tweet I've seen in the last couple of weeks was someone saying Kanye West gets in a car crash, um, gets his jaw wide shut, and releases an album, and then yeah. Drake scrapes his knee and releases an Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really do that? Was that just a joke? Did he actually do that? Did no, he, he, did, he didn't scrape his knee, but I think he's having surgery, isn't he? Or oh, like that. yeah, that's why. That's why, why he's um, not releasing the album. Of course, that's the reason. Like, albums aren't yeah. done, like, weeks before any sort of publishing. But whatever. We're not going to talk about that, Jonah, because we don't know these things, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, you know, got a knee injury, and that's why the album that should have been mixed and mastered, like... That's the thing. That just spells problems for me, because... If your album isn't done, at least for me, if your album isn't done mm. at least like a month and a half or two months before release, then something is good. I know I get the whole thing with streaming in these days, but in terms of mixing and mastering, that takes time. And that's always going to take time. And in, yeah. even and even Kendrick's been suspect to this, right? Where it's like he was working on Damn up until the day of release. That's why the vinyl and the Spotify release are different. So it's like, that's just messy yeah. in itself. Like, I don't like any of that. But to say, oh, I hurt my knee and that's why my music isn't finished, it's like, damn, how how close to the date were you trying to work on this? Like, it's not like he's going to release the album and go on tour because you can't tour right now. So it's like, you would just release the album and be at home. So that doesn't sound believable to me. May- yeah, I don't know. Maybe we are just being sceptical. And he's, of course, that's our brand. He, need, he needs. To, he needs to. Uh, he needs to recover. I mean, are we get? Are we getting a take care too? That's the big question. I think it sounds like we're going that way. I mean, he's he's literally yeah. kind of he's doing a similar thing to what Charles Gambino did with because the internet kind of like playing mm-hmm. the character. So you know, Charles Gambino was kind of wearing that shirt and the shorts all the time to kind of imitate yeah. the characters playing in the album. I think Drake's doing that with the haircut as well, with the love of way. Oh, I hate it so much. It's really awful, but whatever. Um, yeah, I think he's doing the same thing where he's trying to play that character of a lover boy. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely going to be rooted in... I don't think we're going to get rap in this one. But yeah, I don't know I don't what to expect so either. either. But Cause it's, again... It's, yeah. it's a dec- I mean, it's a decade on from, from Take Care as well. So I don't know. Has he, has he still got that side to him? I mean, he did the singer side of Scorpion. I was not a fan, but some people were. And you know what? Drake is not trying to cater to me he's trying to cater to some people he's not so yeah so I think maybe he just kind of thought you know what the success from songs like Jaded 
you know, I think that's an awful song. Jaded, Nice For What, stuff like that. I think people, or even Finesse, I think people look at that and be like, okay, we need to make more of these songs. I think Drake's kind of just playing to that strength. Yeah. Really. It's going to be ridiculously successful. Like commercially, yeah. I can't imagine the numbers. Yeah, that's the thing. When Drake, when Drake hypes off an album, the numbers yeah. are usually, like he hyped up, because Views was meant to be like, everyone thought that was going to be like his magnum opus when it, like, because yeah. there was like such a long build up towards it. I mean, it wasn't. And I, I wonder if the same thing's going to happen again. Because for me personally, I don't think Drake's got it like that anymore, personally. So I'm not expecting it to be like a... Especially singing mm. Drake. Singing Drake does not have it like that. So I'm not I'm not expecting... It'd be interesting sort of to see what kind of collabs as well happen on this. Oh, that's, that's the only... That's it. the most interesting thing. Or well, that's the thing I'm waiting waiting most to see, I think. We're going to get a Her feature, because she's like one of the only people singing right now. Who else, is gonna be there? who else is going to be there? Maybe tied all the sign. Like, who else? Oh, yeah. Um, who do you have on... <sighs> he didn't really have that many features on the singing oh, side last time. Yeah, he had tied all the sign, didn't he? Yeah. Do you reckon... I would be so surprised if The weekend was on it. If you try and get him back for like a Take Care Part 2. Now. Yeah. But I would... I don't know. When was the last time they collabed, though? It's got to be a while. I don't know. But then he did that song Grease, which was definitely a weekend ripoff. And yeah. I don't think he would have done that if they weren't friends because it's such a ripoff of The Weeknd. It's like, The Weeknd must be happy with this. He must have heard this song before it came out. Like, it was so obvious. <laughs> so, um, I wouldn't be. I actually wouldn't be surprised if The Weeknd's on it. But apart from that, it's like, what? I can't... When it comes to singing Drake, I don't think he works well with anyone because it's just not really singing like that, though. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Bit of, bit of Rihanna. Who knows? No, I don't think they talk. <laughs> I don't think they talk, mate. I don't think he's going to get Rihanna. Sorry, mate. Talking I mean, of, I hope she drops this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't hope. Luckily, I'm not a Rihanna fan like that. It's I mean, it's going to be six Half years this year. More than half a decade yeah. now. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily I haven't delved into the Rihanna catalog, catalog, uh, catalog that much. So, um, I'm not as emotionally attached. Uh, I think, to be honest, that was not a good time to start. I'm not going to hear all this music and wait another few years. I'm going to get stressed out. So, yeah, I don't mind, to be honest. I don't mind. Speaking of collaboration, so we got our boy, Dave, also known as Santan Dave, also known as Santan. Now it's not, apparently it's going by the name Santan. So whatever. So he's <laughs> executive producing Fredo's upcoming album, and mm. he is the sole producer. Not sole producer, but mainly the main producer of like four out of the eleven tracks on the track list. Have you heard the release? Interesting. Have you heard the lead single? I've not heard it. No. I haven't heard it either. But I have seen. If you have, he- let us know. <laughs> but I have seen that he's an executive producing this record. What? What do you think about that? Also, you know who Fredo is. You know who Dave is. Like, do I don't you think re- it's going to be. I don't really listen to Fredo, to be honest. So, damn, fair I enough. don't know. I can't really speak on that. Fair. I mean, this will be his second album. I think him and Dave have worked well together with him. Obviously, Funky Friday was one of the biggest, you know, hip hop singles in a long time. Like, it did crazy numbers. Um, mm. It's weird. I mean, it seems like. Obviously, this could just be a guess. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like Dave is ready to release an album anytime soon. It seems like he's kind of trying out a new venture with this one, producing things. Yes. Yeah, because obviously... 
looking elsewhere. Yeah, because obviously he was working with um, David Attenborough to produce the um, score for um, the next season of, what's it? What's the title of that? Planet Earth. Planet Earth. I, I was going to say that, I thought I was wrong. I am so, just, you know, music. <laughs> so excited for that. Huge Planet Earth. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Lot of, I think a lot of people are just oh. David Attenborough fans, really. So, yeah. But um, yeah, it's that's coming that out next month. Keep David Attenborough alive meme, you know. He's 94. I mean, he's 94. That's what I'm going to say. He's 94. He's very he's, old. He's in good health though, isn't he? He says he doesn't have much sk- time. He's still skipping around. Didn't he say, like, you guys please, like, you know, look after him right I don't have much time. Like, he said, he already said he doesn't have much time. So, obviously, I hope he has as long as a life as possible, but he's 94. <laughs> like, he, when was he born? Like, he's still skipping around the, he's still skipping around the globe, isn't he? Yeah, you still I see mean, him there, you know. I mean, so are standing, the penguins. But you know, these things happen. Like you know, you never know what's going to take you out when you're in your nineties. It could be anything. It could just be the wind at that point. Like it could just be the wind, or a bad fall, or a bad sneeze. Like anything. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, but anyways, yeah. It seems like Dave is taking the time out from psychodrama to become more of a to take on more the producer role. Which is interesting because I don't know how many of the songs he produced for himself on Psychodrama. I don't know he did mm. a couple. So I wonder if he's just trying to experiment with other people and then try and incorporate those ideas into his own. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think so. I think because he, he's just so young still. Yeah, I, so I don't... Young. I think he's, he's... It looks like he's got the foresight to not rush an yeah. album yeah. and to leave it a couple years. Because, I mean, with the success of Psychodrama, you could be easily tempted at that age, especially, to just kind of keep giving the fans the same kind of thing. Yeah, Um, that's true. But yeah, I think it does show some maturity to to wait um, and work on other projects as well. Yeah, because the thing is, he dropped Psychodrama when he was like 20 years old. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because people wanted an album last year. I'm like, guys, he just dropped an album in 2019. What do you got? Like, do you want know, again? This is a standard that people have for UK rappers. I think we just want We're them so to drop spoiled. All. Yeah, like you want them to drop every year because the most artists who drop every year aren't that great. But it's like I think Dave is really trying to become like one of those guys. So I think he's really going to take his time, which he should. Yeah. But um, yeah. If he if he takes even another year out, if he if he takes this whole year out, I'll be like, fair enough. Like him. Because obviously he's, he's a he is really good at that the piano. So if he does take another year to kind of improve his production chops, then I think that's fair. I just wonder what it's gonna be like with Fredo. I haven't heard the lead single, so you know I don't I don't have too much of an opinion. But I wonder what he's gonna sound like on Dave production. Like, is that gonna work? Is that gonna be like a killer combination? I don't know, but I am interested to hear it. We'll I'm definitely interested yeah. to hear it. One one more thing I want to pick your brains on is. Mm. Uh, I've seen I've started following a lot of like hip hop Twitter accounts but and they always put okay. up like kind of comparison things okay. um, and it was uh, Kanichiwa Ignorance is Bliss versus Big Conspiracy and Common Sense which two are you taking? Is that even a question? I'm not even trying to take the face is that, is that really a There's, question? No 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 yeah. what Skepta's most recent two, two albums versus and Jay Huss's two it was very, houses. very split. Very split. Wow, really? In all the responses I was seeing. Uh, yeah. It was like almost 50-50. Damn. I didn't if think anything, that leaning more towards the, If anything, leaning more towards Skepta, people. Wow. That's crazy to me because... Don't get me wrong. Konnichiwa is... I even like Ignorance is Bliss as well. Like I think they're two decent mm-hmm. albums, but... I don't think he's... 
And yeah, I just don't think he's JR's. Like I thought I wouldn't put him I wouldn't put his albums on that pedestal. So I'm really surprised that people are saying that. Like to me it's like There's it's gonna be some kickback from that a hundred percent. There's gonna be people listening that are not gonna like that. I just I don't But care. that said, when I th- when I thought of it, I wouldn't I don't know. I don't think about them as differently as you do, but Big Conspiracy is an album I think people already know. As an album, it's ridiculous. Like, it was in our top 10 albums this year. Yeah. It's a no-skip. Yeah, it's really it's And really as good, good as Skepta's albums are. Bear in mind. I'll skip over. Bear in mind. And if you don't get me wrong, Kenichiwa came out in 2016, which was one of the mm-hmm. best years in hip-hop history. Um, so, you know, tough, tough year. And it's a good album, you know, it's got some bangers on it, but I think Skepta's best album is not even competing that much with Jay Huss's worst album, which is Common Sense. Like, I don't, that's the thing. I think the only album you can really put in that conversation is Kenichiwa because Ignorance is Bliss is good, but it's not amazing. Kenichiwa was very good. Kenichiwa was very good, but Ignorance yeah. is Bliss is decent. It's decent. It's not bad. It's decent. So it's like, whereas Jay Huss has had two good albums one very good album and a good album so it's like you know don't worry I think I do think people look at common sense in a nostalgic light because I think again that's the first time you gave people bread like I kind of gave that analogy it's like you know <laughs> you even fed like fucking oats all your life you had a mm. burger but um don't worry, there's definitely a lot of skippables yeah. on that but it's still a solid debut whereas I don't look at I think outside of the singles on Kenichiwa I don't look at that album and think Oh, I love this. It's good though. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's well, I mean, one of the best albums, songs so, yeah. on um, Ignorance Is Bliss is the J Hoss song, right? What, exactly. What do, what do you mean? And I wish he had uh, a verse on that. Oh, because it was so good. It was Glow so in the dark. Good. Another good yeah. song. Even yeah, the intro get, as well. Like, he, yeah. He ha- yeah, he has a lot of. There's a lot of good. You know what it is? I think for me, in terms of his album, I just want to slap on and go about my day. I think I'll listen to Ignorance Is Bliss more than Kenichiwa because. To me, this might not even be true. I'm going to double check this, but I think Nietzsche was a bit longer than Ignorance is Bliss. I'm not too sure about that. No, yeah, 44 minutes for Nietzsche and Ignorance is Bliss. I mean, I might I'm be totally wrong. Sim- I think about similar length. 41. 41, 41. So it is a bit shorter, but I think the songs just... on Ignorance is Bliss are just easier to listen to. It's like, I like Red Rum, What Do You Mean, Love Me Not. Bullet from a gun, grease mode. Yeah, mm. I just feel it feels tighter to me. I don't know why, but I don't know. To me, yeah, like obviously, Kenichiwa's got all shut down lyrics. It ain't safe. It's got a lot of good songs. Actually, this might be. A bit I think we should. I think we should run. I think we should run this poll. Yeah, I think we should. I think do we should it. run this poll sometime. I think we should do it. But I think Kenichiwa is good. I think the highs on Kenichiwa are high. But the lows on Kenichiwa are low. And I think Ignorance is just a bit more consistent. I'm not saying it's a better record. I just think it's a bit more consistent. So, but again, both of those records compared to Common Sense, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you... Like, sorry, like, no, like, Common Sense is well produced as well. Like, just off the bat as well. Very well produced. And it's got some very high highlights. Like, um, I'm going to let you be the villain today. And that's, that's what we have time for. <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if you're if you're tuning in and you're confused that we're we're doing a, a Skepta J Haas comparison, it's not what we're doing. But what we are mm. doing is talking about collaborations, as we've already yeah. kind of done today. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Looking at some of the weirdest 
link ups some of the best some of the most yeah. surprising yeah. collaborations we've seen before we get to, into that we have our artist spotlight don't we, we John? do we do yes we, we do. have Emil. Emil tell me about Emil man tell me about Emil great great London producer I came across him kind of middle of last year when he released a song with Nux um, was Back it to Back to Differ right mm-hmm. oh, great song really no song. I would say middle of the year I think it was probably like October time mm-hmm. um, I just remember listening to it and kind of thinking oh yeah cool cool and then like a minute a minute 15 <laughs> yeah beat switch I was like oh okay we're on yeah. to something here yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean brilliant brilliant he production. is I think I put in my story he's a prodigy and, I'm, and that was not hyperbole I think this guy is legitimately a prodigy like if you think of the landscape first UK, project is, last year yeah just like out of the blue like his beats are and I think you can tell by the people you put on there they're, they're rapping as if it's like their chance. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're rapping yeah, as if it's yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? And, like, the thing is, A2 has no business rapping the way he is on Ambrosia, but he is. And I think it's because they... Uh, no, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's because they know what it's the, the beats they're on. Yeah, the production they're on is, you're not going to get that every day from a UK artist. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not for that money. And, yeah, just say yeah, a sweet one in the middle. Like, again, the producer I didn't really hear much of until last year. We spoke with Slime Talk. I think and Mike's had it in his top ten. So yeah. it was someone I had on my radar. It was already it was already on my Spotify. I heard "Beg to Differ," good song. But what he mm-hmm. did with the single version and the album version. So the single version of "Beg to Differ" has Bakerloo and "Beg to Differ" put together, whereas in the album yeah. they're separate songs. So I mean that's quite interesting because I like both beats to be honest. But I think Bakerloo is an amazing amazing yeah. beat I can't believe that came from a UK guy because again we look at the landscape ma- mainly all the time we talk mainly t- when we talk about UK producers we're mainly talking about Inflow we're mainly talking about TSB IO sometimes J5 um, was it Wonder Girl is she from the UK? Uh, no I think she's I think she's Canadian right? okay no not Wonder Girl or at least Girl. she was like linked to yeah, the Canadian group she was linked to some UK artists but J5 J5 TSB IO um, Inf- Inflow yeah yeah yeah, that's really it, really. And the production like, on this, put like some of the beats on there. The final is, song on that, the yeah, final song, um, perfect, perfect piece. It's he's really, really, really talented. I know. Yeah. Obviously, every artist put on our spotlights. We thought our talented in some way. I think it's our first producer one. Um, if if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think to that for that to come out of a a UK guy, that's. That is not heard of. I'm telling you, like, you're not getting UK guys producing beats like that. You just, you you can't tell me someone who's producing beats like that. Not that I know of. It's just, no, that's not happening. It's not happening. Mm. And think about it, this is his first EP. He's already got Nux and A2 on his EP. People who are well more established than he is right now. So they have no business being there, but they are. And I think they can see it as well. Like, this guy is... Yeah, even the girl who was singing, I can't remember, it was right after the interview. She's like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to be on this tape. Like, it's so good. I mean, she's, I think it was the girl who started singing. Like, even like, every song is I, really Aisha, good. right? Yes, was Aisha. Aisha yeah. Raquel or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I, from top to bottom. It is only 20 minutes, don't get me wrong, but this is, it's solid. It's very, it very good. It packs a lot. It packs a lot of And if you guys want to go crazy over Jasmine Sullivan's EP, which, you know, if you cut down skits, it's about 20 minutes as well. Then, yeah, it's the same thing here. Like, this is a banger. Like, this is definitely probably one of the best EPs to come out of last year. I wish I, I wish I caught wind of it earlier because this mm-hmm. is like, because again, I got heard Beck's different, but this, yeah, this guy is different, man. Like, I think 
he will be one of those guys that everyone's trying to like get a beat from for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I think yeah, the next the next year or two, you're definitely going to see him producing more beats for people. Um, hopefully, hopefully, he also just kind of like perfects his own yeah kind of thing like his own music as opposed to being like loaned out to the yeah to the big uk artists like hey i want this kind of thing can you do this for me whereas he's like (laughs) it seems like what he's done from this this album already like his his first project he had big names coming for him yeah yeah that's 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 what's and then out of that his names his names got big um Yeah. yeah Which is kind of cool, like as an artist, you're making your name for your own album, your own project. Yeah, like yeah, as a true. producer, that's that's a pretty cool thing. Sure. When was the last time we got a producer tape from the? UK? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you know, Final Flying Lotus does that a lot, but he's you know he's not from here. It's like a lot of UK producers get their name from producing with, for, with big artists. Whereas yeah. like, this guy, he's kind of making his breakthrough off his own, and I think. It's, yeah, it's, it's refreshing to see, honestly. And I just, yeah, I cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait to see who's going to work with next or what production he does next. Because if he's doing this already, man, imagine there's like serious money behind this guy. He's going to be capable of some serious, he's going to put a lot of these producers to shame, man. I know you're wrong. There's some good producers there. Obviously, shout out to like M1 on the beat with the drill scene and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. there are some good producers there, but. There's a lot of mediocre ones, John. There's a lot of mediocre ones. And he's he's putting a lot of them to shame already on his first EP. Like, yeah. He is. Flip. We're excited. Yeah. And just to reiterate on A2 again. Yeah. Just to reiterate on the A2 point, because I listen to All Spill. Like, I'm not an A2 hater. I'm just not a fan. I could not believe that was A2 rapping on own pace. That was the like, first thing you said to me. You were like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, holy, I was like, holy shit. Like, I could... I was like, what is that A2? I, I had to check the lyrics on G. was like, that is not A2. It was like, wow. Super smooth. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just, he, yeah. Like, His flow is excellent. That the, that was like, yeah. even if it was talking about hip hop across both continents, that was like top quality. Like top, top quality. I, I was not expecting that from him at all. So I was like, I think I think they know when they see something special, man. That's all, and yeah, I think he's it. I really, I really do. Think, I I hope he doesn't slow down. That's it. I hope he doesn't slow down. I'm very excited for him, as you can tell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. But yeah, you can <laughs> you can find all our, our music from our Spotlight series on uh, on Spotify. We have yeah. a playlist. Select three songs series. every week. Yeah. 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 Yeah, while you're on Spotify, don't forget to subscribe to the Vinyl Collective. If you're not on Spotify, you're like, oh, I'm more of an Apple Music guy. Guess what? You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts too. Yeah. And if you're not, and if even you live, those things. If you live in a cabin in the woods <laughs> yeah. and you've never heard of either of them, and you know you're a you're a Google man, then Google playlists yeah. as well. And even and... not that, <laughs> as we got our YouTube. If you got none of those features, you know what? I just like the visual aspects. We got YouTube as well, so can't really escape us. And if all of those fails, if you're just one of those really hipster guys, SoundCloud is coming too. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Bit, send yeah, us an email too. Yeah, send us an email. So yes, um, getting into today's topic, we're talking about um, the weirdest collaborations, the mismatches. Uh, I mean, we're also interested, especially with rappers. So kind of thinking through this. When it comes to singers, I mean, singers and rappers have their own egos. I think the way singers singers' egos manifest is that they don't like collaborating with anyone because they think they're just so good they can do it by themselves. And I think it's more acceptable for them to do that. 
Like, for example, Adele doesn't really have any features on her albums. No. Most singers don't have any features on her albums. It's just not really a thing. Um, I don't have, like, one every, like, two, three albums. Like, it's really rare. Um, whereas rappers, once they kind of feel themselves, they think they can do anything. And that sometimes, that sometimes leads to some some bad pieces of some art. Some interesting man. choices. <laughs> some interesting choices. So, um, yeah, so today's episode yeah. is going to kind of talk through some of the most interesting collaborations. We're definitely going to miss some out. So if you have any, like, oh, you know what, that's it. That was a weird mix match. Then send them to vinylcollectivepod at gmail.com. And then, you know, we can talk about it maybe in another episode. But, um, yeah, let's, let's go through the first one. Which one do you have for me, John? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with a song that I know you... Um, you're a fan of, so it was from Kendrick's most recent album. Okay, damn. It was, damn, mm-hmm. yeah, it was XXX. Yeah. With uh, Mr. Bono. Yeah. Yeah. That was strange, but it was strange because I, don't, I think when, because the track list for that album came out like a, a week before the album came out, something like that, or a couple weeks before, and I remember looking at that and like, mm, like, Rihanna, U2, and Zakari. Who the fuck is Zakari? Yeah, yeah. so that's the only three features. Um, and obviously, we listen to the record. I know, and again, I think that there are a lot of people who aren't fans of Triple X, but I'm a I'm a huge fan. I think this I think this song is fa- like fantastic, and I don't think Bono ruins it. I know because Bono is very much well known for being a bit. Um, hippie and save the world type of guy because you two really are those type of guys i think they're very religious bands i didn't realize how religious they were like they're very religious bands so um and and, and you think of it in that way it actually kind of makes sense because kendrick is always talking about god in his music like every, like yeah, always so um i don't think he takes from the song i think i think i think it works to us i think this is actually one of those yeah. collaborations that actually work what do you think yeah yeah, um, I just some advice if you don't know this song, um, don't Google Bono XXX. <laughs> best to start. Best to start with uh, Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Continue. Continue. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar featuring you too. Good song. I Good song. originally wasn't a fan of it. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think because mm-hmm. the songs, the songs kind of in two parts, right? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think, yeah, the first part of the song, I just wasn't wasn't really a fan of. I didn't, I didn't really like oh. the slow, the slow kind of. Oh, okay, I don't even know how, descri- how would you describe the first part of the song? Oh, when he's talking about, um, he does that little story about Johnny, you know caught a body yeah, or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. no, I got you. I think it's, I think the reason why I like that song so much is the beat switches, one, goes through like three beats. Yeah. And it ties up the whole story of the album. And, and, and obviously we're not going to make this a damn review, but 
yeah, there's a, I think a lot of people miss the story. Like that song says the whole message of the album. The whole message, right? And obviously, you don't want to ruin it for anyone. But yeah, like it's yeah, damn is definitely more about. It's definitely a lot more, but more than just about like religion and stuff like that. So if you if you look into that song, you're like, yeah, I think he ties it in really, really well. And I always like that song. I think it was one of my most played in 2017 on Spotify. So really, yeah, I think it was, it was like third. Something like that, for fifth. It was like top, it was top yeah. five for sure. So like, yeah, really good record. And I think the way he was talking, I think it was so honest. Like, you know, I know Black Lives Matter when your baby killed by a coward. Like, I feel exact same way. Like, what? Like, do you know what I mean? Like the way he was talking, it's like you wouldn't expect that from Kendrick, but it's like it's real though. And I think, yeah, mm. it fits the title of the song. Triple like complete madness. Triple X. Like it's just going crazy. And um, when he kind of peels it back and. Because I think, have you seen him perform that song on stage? Because when he, when he ends the part before he goes into Bono, it says, um, damn, a satire by Kendrick Lamar. Because you know he always names his Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Good Kid, Mad City is like a short movie. Timmy Buff has a short poem. And damn, is a satire. And I think that was done on purpose, where he's talking about all this crazy okay. things he's going to do. And then he's peeling it back. When he's going to, he's talking about killing someone. When he's gonna, um, <laughs> what's it called? Don't go to a school to talk about gun control. Like, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's yeah, kind of yeah. funny. So, um, <clears throat> I think I was just talking about like America and kind of how people kind of sell. But I think, yeah, I think this. I really like the song, and I think the hook that Bono does, I like it. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I like the song. Yeah. I Big to friend. be fair, this is probably the album I've listened to the least out of all of his. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's not. It's I have, not I have a friend song. genuinely who listens to this album. I think every almost every day. Okay, you're doing too much, John's friend. You're doing too much. Like it's not. I mean, listen to listen to Good Kid, Mad City. You song. know who you are if you're listening as well. <laughs> like, but because you do that, I'm not. I'm not giving you a shout out. I'm just calling you my friend. But it's very accessible, so I kind of get that as well. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, Another yeah, song. What's, what's next? Give me one. Okay, you know what. I'm gonna give you so this one was quite interesting. So this was FK Twigs and Future on Holy Terrain. So we both know how we feel about that song, but when yep. this song came out initially, you know, I came out here to the streets and a lot of FK FK Twigs fans are a bit cultish in it. And they were not happy that she featured with Future. They were like, you know, why why is Future kind of coming onto FK Twigs sound? Like they just didn't think it made sense. And even mm-hmm. sorry, even when I listened to um, the Fantano review, I don't think he liked it too much either. But I was like, I think though, I think this is one of the best collaborations of 2019. Like honestly, I think this works so fucking well. Like this works so well. I would have never ever even conceived this would work as well as it did. I think this is such a good song. So yeah, but the fans, I think the FK Twix fans were just like really surprised and just didn't mm-hmm. like it because they I don't think. Yeah. She, I don't think she's ever featured a rapper on any of her songs. This might be the first time ever. And it might be the only... Because this was way before Heady One as well. This was way before Gangs. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, this is the first time she ever featured a rapper. It was like, what the hell's going on? And yeah, I, yeah, beautiful, beautiful song. Also considering slaps. the... I think considering the, the the message of the album, like the concept, yeah. features that the guy you want on it. But, you know, yes. it's, it's the collaboration yes. none of us knew we needed, but the one... Yeah, literally. Did we even what need it? No, what's the phrase? The one we didn't want, but we we needed. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And she said she said about this collab. She um, yeah. 
First of all, she said, I love sad future, <laughs> which which I agree with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was like, she just kind of texted him and was like, hey, it's Twigs. Um, let me know if you want to, ch- if you want to chat music and stuff. And then she was like, he replied back like really quickly. Um, and then, Sound like some school, yeah, she sent, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah she sent, she sent him the album um, mm-hmm. and said to him like, what kind of the, the concept is. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it has like really strong feminine energy was what she said and it's empowering mm. and she wants future on it um that's so always actually apparently they out. do yeah that she sought him out for it and said yeah she wanted him specifically for that track um, the only feature on the album as well i know yeah and it worked so it, well it works really well yeah it kind of reminds i don't know whether there's a direct comparison but it kind of reminded me of the did you listen to the james blake album he had travis scott on it I didn't. I didn't tell me. There was a song um, with I think it was Travis Scott and Metro Boomin. Okay. And James Blake, such a good song, and that was the kind of one I was like, they work so well together. Why has this not happened before? Mm. Um, And I think this is a similar kind of feeling. Yeah. But I think this one's even more unexpected because think about James Blake. He's he's hip to the hip hop scene. Like you know, James Blake has worked with hip hop artists before. Whereas I don't think FKA Twigs. Because FA2 has kind of built her own genre almost. Yeah, almost. She, um, yeah. James Blake had a GZA on his. Oh, just so, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, Did I just say, I just yeah. say GZA? No, that's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, like. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that's mean, like, I think this one just came across more, so more of a surprise because, like, future. Like, future. Like, what? Like, it's just so strange. But it, it she, mm. knows, she knew what she was doing, mate, because this song is amazing. I really like this yeah. song. So, yeah. Future's not. He's on the UK scene. He's not going anywhere, is he? Heady one, yeah. FK Twigs. Yeah, I mean, Brilliant he's also he also teamed up with um Octavian. I know people like to forget he exists, but whatever. Like he teamed up with Octavian as well. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the song was all right. Like, it's not as good as this one. But I was like, okay, cool. Like he's definitely mm, has his history. It. Um, I can't remember the title of it. I'll send you I'll send you to you after this. I know some people might know the song, but um, yeah, honestly, he's obviously teamed up with Heady one as well. So I think he's definitely got his ears to mm. the streets. But this is definitely like. The mismatch that just worked like 100 yeah. like flawless and also yeah also coming after like um fk had been on asap rocky's testing album yes with like fuck sleep mm. and she just kind of yeah she's so adaptable <laughs> like her style yeah. just like translates so well um, and you wouldn't expect yeah. that because her sound is so eccentric like it's so out there you wouldn't think she'll be able to just work on like a regular sound or regular record and she does like she yeah. just knows i think that's what makes her such a good singer because you might forget how good of a singer she is behind all that like production because her production is so mm-hmm. layered you might even forget about her voice but she's a banging singer as well so yeah yeah literally she's yeah, like one, of, the, one of the goats she's the she's the daniel day lewis of, of music because she yeah. just like she method sings didn't she i think i've said this before about something yeah. like, <laughs> she just um just recycling things here she mm-hmm. uh yeah, she'd like learned what was it the the sword martial art technique yeah. and like pole dancing, different type, pole dancing and things. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, she's she's built different, man. But again, the British singers, mate, you can't fail. You just can't fail, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a sure thing, man. Oh, who do we have next? Who do we have next? Next, uh, next, I'm gonna because we've picked a couple of songs that uh, Top cool. enjoyed. I'm gonna pick a song that will. Uh, <laughs> bring, him to, bring him to a to a darker place, and that is um, hot shower. Talk to me about it. Ooh, we talked. We've we had a we had our 
chance episode a little while ago. Didn't was we? that was that a mismatch? Was that a weird collab? Who who's on that song again? Is it Megan Thee Stallion and the Baby? Oh, did I just say Hot Shower? Yeah, you said Hot Shower. What song does I mean? No, Chance and Shawn Mendes. Oh, Born and Flossed. Oh, yeah, that's a mismatch for me. I knew, <laughs> I I knew you went to talk about that. Sorry. Yeah. Ooh, that is. That is. I mean, I mean, we spoke about it a few weeks ago, didn't we? But man, like, I don't. No, it's done wrong. I don't think Shawn Mendes is a bad artist, but Shawn Mendes should not be anywhere near a hip hop record. Like, I'm sorry, like that. That that would never make any sense to me. Like ever, ever, ever. So. Yeah, when I saw, when I saw, again, when I saw this track list, I keep saying this, when I saw that track list of Lord Big Day, I was like, we have some serious problems here, mate, because we already have Death Cab for Cutie on track number two, and we have Shawn Mendes, like, halfway through the album, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, like, what's going on here? But yeah, this song is just, yeah, I mean, we spoke about it, there's, there's nothing to this song, mate, mm. like. The thing is, like, the happen. artists on it aren't even, like, it's not that they're bad artists. They're great in their own right. They just yeah. it just doesn't work. Um, I mean, and I think, beautiful yeah, people the, on the Titanic. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. the song the song was bad. Um, I mean, the whole we took any chance to revisit this album, but the whole album was a slow motion <laughs> car crash, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah. just absolutely no, just no on all points. Let me let me hit you back with one as well. I want to know what your thoughts are on this one. So, um. We saw about Kendrick earlier, but I'm going to hit you back with another Kendrick one. So Taylor Swift and Kendrick, Bad Blood. I know Taylor Swift is your girl. I know you liked her albums last year. But what do you think of this um, collab with Kendrick? Did Light you see it coming? Is, uh, Lights is an understatement, Toppe. Wow. I loved her albums last year. Okay, cool. Okay, you loved it. Okay, I'm putting cool. it on the record. I'm putting it on the record. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but what do you think of this particular remix? Bad, Bad Blood. Blood. Yes. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't care for it that much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Just Kendrick just felt restrained on it, or he, yeah, he just felt like boxed in on it, like the kind of the because it was all like a it just felt like a radio edit, right? I don't was it yeah. a radio edit? I'm not it sure. It just felt it felt too commercial. It felt too kind of like prim and proper. Yeah, and it was it, like Kendrick. Too okay, clean. You, you've got yeah. these like sixteen bars to say something, and then you know, um, yeah. sing, and then yeah. you've got this. Yeah, it didn't it didn't feel right. I mean, you know, it's funny because Kendrick always says, oh, like, you know, I don't know feature of, I don't just feature of anyone. I've got a field of artists. We just got to have a vibe. And I was like, that vibe must have had a lot of zeros behind it with this one, mate. Because what's the goals going on with this? Like, there's no way he looked at that song and was like, yeah, me, you're just jetting right now. Like, I know, I know he had an interview. He was like, oh, Twins, Hair Swift is hard. Like, I know he tried to back her in like interviews and stuff like that. But this was definitely a money grab, man. Sorry, like this is not one of Kendrick's shining moments. This song, it's bad. It is bad. I'm gonna say it. Like, it's yeah. just he doesn't miss on features much, but this song is just straight bad. Like, I did not enjoy this at all. I don't know why it's so popular. I think again, I think it's a shock that I would have never. Because the thing is, if you look at Taylor Swift, a lot of especially at the time. She resembled white America, and Kendrick kind of resembles black America. So, kind of put them on the same track as like, yeah, what year is this? 2015, 16? Like, quite a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. that's so just, this, I mean, this is kind of his butterfly face. Butterfly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's like, Potato Swift? Like, what? what's going on? Like, I thought, you know what I mean? It's so weird. It's so weird. Like, given that context, it's like, yeah. How the hell left, did this Left all his about? his saxophones at home. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, like 
I, I promise you that money that Top Dog must have got from that <laughs> that feature must have been long. That must have been, it must have been a pretty penny rate because there's no way this song comes about. Like, sorry, <laughs> this song's not good. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, I get it. But, you know, I think similar to um, what I was saying, because someone, I think someone must have mentioned me like, um, you know, do artists believe in every song they put out? And I was like, of course they don't. They definitely do not. And I think... Sometimes it's more about the money than thinking the song is good, and I think this is one of those cases. So, yeah, there you yeah, go. a miss, a, a tiny misstep in his career, should we say? Yes, a tiny, it's a tiny yeah. one. It's, you know, everyone has one. Misses. Everyone has one, but yeah, you know, get your money, yeah. young man. Yeah, but before before we go into uh, some some Jay Z missteps, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> hit you with a, a theme that we seem to have in the in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and that was a. Uh, our, our rap hip hop musicians teaming up mm. with country country okay. singers. Okay, cool. And, uh, what you me with one of one of those particular collabs was uh, LL Cool J and uh, Mr. Oh, Brad Paisley. Bad. Oh, I'd, I'd like man. to hear your thoughts on this. If you tell us the name of the song and then and then hit us. Thing is, even hearing the song is bringing tears to my eyes right now. Like legit, like. The song title, by the way, is called "What Accidental Racism," which already That's the name you know of the what. Song. If, yeah. if if you're black and you're hearing this song, say no more. You already know. You already know yeah. what this is about. Like, <laughs> this just the title name is already set this bar so low. It's like how like we're already in hell. This the title we are already in hell. The, like, the phrase itself right. is that is that kind of like I'm not racist, <laughs> but. Or like, the, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Yeah, I'm no, like, it's worse I'm than not... that. It's worse than that. It's like saying, um, oh, it's like a accidental <laughs> domestic abuser. Like that doesn't make any sense either, it's does a, it? Like it doesn't work. It doesn't like it. It it literally is such a it's such a oxymoron. Like it just you no one no one who signed off on this. That's what I'm trying to say. Who signed off on this? Because racism is an active act. You can't be accidental. Jeremy. And the the but, problem with this song is that you, like a hundred percent they're they think they're doing a good act here. They're like they're going into this in their head. They're like well intentions, just naively be... thinking that you know we're going to end racism with this song. I'm sorry, yeah, Brad Paisley. Sorry, Brad Paisley. It's not LL Cool J song, but it's Brad Paisley's song featuring yeah, LL Cool yeah. J. So LL Cool J did not have to be on the song, by the way. Didn't have to be on the song, but whatever. So, <clears throat> so this. This honestly, and I've said it's about chance, but this is way, way, way worse. This is way worse. Um, mm-hmm. This might be one of the worst songs because Chance is one of the worst albums I've ever heard. There's a lot of songs I've heard. This is easily one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I think he said a line where he said, "Oh, I've got some lines here. Don't, don't judge my do rag, and I won't judge your flag or something like that." He's talking about the Confederate flag. I'm like. Yeah. Mr. LL, that is I won't, not the I won't same judge, thing. He said, "I won't judge your red flag." <laughs> oh, judge your red like Mr. Cool J, Mr. Cool J. That is not the same thing. That will never be the same thing. A do rag is not a sign of worse times. <laughs> like a, a red flag is a clear sign of worse times. Like what are you on about? Like, oh man, this is like a scene from yeah. Get Out, mate. Like, what is going on? Like, oh, and the thing is. What makes it even worse is this song came out in 2013. 
where LL Cool J is way past his prime. LL Cool J was rapping in the 80s. He has no business rapping in 2013. This guy's already like a massive actor. So no one, no one is forcing you to do this. Not your bank account, not your career, nothing. Nothing's forcing you to do this. And we decided to thought, you know, oh, let me, let me get on this country song. Literally, like what? Oh my god! So, yeah, no, sorry. This song. A couple, a couple more yeah, quotes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the audience. God, with. Um, with we it. then had so there was like a succession of of these lines from LL. He said that one. Then he said, "If you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains." <laughs> Does it, like, how do you say that and not laugh? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> not the same. Joy is. Joy is so bad. It's like. You're bringing do rags and gold chains down to the level of, you know, slavery fit, and the slavery, civil war. slavery and the civil war. When it's like, bro, they're not the same things. Like they, they, like I don't know how else to say this. Like you come from mm-hmm. New York, does he not? Like I don't understand. Queens, New York. You go to Queens, yeah. like where? Oh my god! Like. I can only imagine the phone calls he was receiving the day that song came out. Yeah. He must have woken up to like 143 missed calls. It's like, what did I even one, do? One more, one more quote, which was, uh, this was Mr. Brad Paisley. Good. Paley, Paisley? Paisley. Feeling, feeling a bit of a bit of guilt, clearly, but not enough, evidently. I'm just a white man <laughs> trying to understand. I'm proud of where I'm from, but not everything we've done. <laughs> so, literally, he teamed up with what seems to be a redneck who is happily waving a confederate flag and saying, oh, I didn't know that was racist. And he, and El Cool just come along being like, hey, that's racist. But if you don't judge me, that's going to be all yeah. right, mate. Like, what? Yeah, he's, is- yeah, he's gone. He's been, he's been called out at the, at the local Walmart for wearing his confederate flag. And he's gone, this guy's wearing a do-rag though. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like, how can you judge my flag? How, that, no, he's not going to talk British. He's not, how yeah. can you judge my flag? Like, I can't even do a fucking summit at six. He's like, how can you judge my flag when that guy's wearing a do-rag, mate? That's just as bad. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> sure is. It rem- that, that, that's like, you know what it is? You know those people on Twitter who have the Union Jack in their bios? You, you know they're going to say some seriously racist shit. It's like making a song with one of those guys. It's like, why would you do that? Like, that is the level we're talking about. This is in the pits of the underworld. This is Hades. Like, this is, this Absolutely. is really bad. This, this is, this collab, country and hip hop, it shouldn't, yeah, it should have never happened. He wasn't even flowing on this. He wasn't even, even the, even the song, like the words and the kind of, you know, offensiveness mm. of it, offense aside, mm. like it was such a half-assed attempt to like merge yeah. the kind of musical tradition that LL Cool J's from and yeah. country music. Like yeah. it, it was a country song all the way through there are kind of like these really subtle percussion bits and then whenever yeah. LO raps there's like some 808s that jump in like <laughs> yeah. quickly quickly put some put some cool which sounding feels, drums on there which just feels discriminatory as even well. worse like, yeah. even <laughs> yeah. worse it's like quickly get get the sound of queens on there god oh, way, like yeah. I just I really want to know what the logistics were behind that collaboration because did he phone in did they get in the studio to sing this that would be even worse I, you know? I hope not because yeah. man like this is and then I'm gonna yeah. hit you one more quote sorry one more quote <laughs> one more you're gonna, stop, gonna assault me which man. was uh, LL saying uh, what was it 
R.I.P. Robert E. Lee, who was a Confederate soldier. Yeah. General, sorry. And then he said, but I've got to thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. I heard that line and I was like, I think that's when I sent you that video of me listening to the song. I was like, I can't, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. Like, Mm-hmm. Jesus, like, oh man, like it stresses me out, John. Like my face is getting hot. Like it stresses me out. Like LL Cool J, CSI Miami. Like what's going on? Like <laughs> I don't understand. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, bro, like you made bad. Like what's going mm. on? Like, yeah, it's the like, th- yeah. It, I guess it's it, the. Money can really buy integrity, man, because that's the only thing I can think of. That's there's no way, there's no way. But you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. It's gonna stress me out. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the same Abraham Lincoln, by the way, that said, um, <laughs> if he could, what was it? If he could win the Civil War um, without freeing any slave, he would do it. Quote <laughs> quote for you for you guys out there. Anyway, uh, next country yeah. song we have Nelly and Tim McGraw over and over. And uh, you know what? This isn't that bad. This actually, you know when you know those like memes where it's like you unlocked a piece of my childhood. This is one of those songs. So, you know what it is with Nelly? Was was nine year old you listening to this? It came out yeah. before. I what? think I, okay. yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Nelly was that guy. Nelly was that guy. Like when Nelly was at his prime, I just don't think he could do any wrong. Like even if Kelly Rowland is me- messaging him off. Microsoft Excel with a phone like <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't do any wrong it just works like so yeah I think this song don't wrong it's, it's really weird like it's slow it's, a, it's definitely a slower song for Nelly but mm-hmm. I think Nelly's too cool man he's too cool like and I, I think yeah just when listening to this song again I'm like I actually know like I did like the song when I was younger like younger sorry but um, I can't say it's bad I'm not gonna say it's great I can't excuse it's not it it's bad this is not, this is not a good song. I said this to you before. There's no excuse for it. The song the song is too slow. Um mm. the song has that feeling of like because mm. they're just so such distinct artists and yeah. it does not work together for me. It has a feeling of one of those like high school high school shows, like a kind of like high school musical vibe where it's like, you know, the two cool kids from the different social groups get together and do a performance at the end. <laughs> and then, you know, the credit the credits roll. No, it's awful. It's awful. You know is? I can admit it's pure nostalgia talking for this one. Mm. But I don't think it's awful. There's a bit in bad. it as well where, where Tim's singing. He's doing his, you know, his country crooning. And then Nelly's in the background. He does a couple of little ad-libs. Yeah, you but you, yeah, you got to remember, oh, no, Nelly's from the South no. as well, though. Nelly's from the South. Is he not? Mm-mm. So it makes sense. I mean, Beyonce did Daddy Lessons. She's from Texas. She did. So people she were definitely against that, though. People were not happy about that. But yeah, I think I think it works. I don't. I'm okay. I'm not. It's not a mind blowing song, but again, I don't think it's awful. Like I don't hear. I'm like, Ugh. it's just like you know, it's just a bit slower for Daddy. Do you mm. know what I mean? I wonder what the the equivalent in the UK would be then for this kind of like music genre collab. Oh, UK. I'm not some sure. kind of like folksy, maybe some kind of like real like British folk. Oh, they wouldn't do it. I think, I think I think the lines are too <laughs> are too strict <laughs> with that one. I'm sorry. Like I think I think the lines are way too strict. I think because England is so small, I feel the people who are on that side of things, 
I think it's very clear. Like those two just don't mix. <laughs> like I'd love to see it. No, like <laughs> I, no. Like maybe take that and Stormzy. That's like the peak of like collaboration. But apart from that, that's it's never gonna happen, mate. But in terms of UK collaborations, I mean, we did have um, Nines and Akala on I Wonder. And this was a bit weird to me because, like, you also got Nines, who is, like, the king of drug music. And you've got Akala, who is Conscious. The, yeah. yeah, like, the king of consciousness. you got Akala, and they're on the same song. And don't get me wrong, Akala's not rapping. He's kind of just throwing these quotes, like, what if you live somewhere else? Would you have a different life? And it's like, the answer is yes, Carla. The answer is yes, I'll have a different <laughs> life. But whatever. It's like, whatever. But um, I don't think this song's bad, actually. I think in terms of... One Foot Out is a bad album, but I think this is one of the better songs on this record. So what do you think of it? I, th- I think it's okay. I, yeah. d- I don't know. I don't, dis- I don't dislike the album as much as you do because I, because I know... Not his was it his first album is your one of your favorite UK no, albums, first right? Re- no, one for in his first last message. One for in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um so I've kind of kind of it from a different way of kind of Yeah. Fair it was the first nines album I listened to and then I went back. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, but yeah. Moving moving on to I think a song that we can both agree is mm. shit in every possible <laughs> way. Is a song called T H E, the hardest Oof. ever. And this this is an interest interesting mix of of I guess genres. You got Mick Jagger, um, you know that kind of you know the two thousand and tens. He's he's kind of collabing with a lot of people, isn't he? He's yeah. you know Maroon Five. Got the moves um, like Jagger, you know. Shout yeah. Out to that song. Yeah. Yeah. Big song. Anyway, he he joined <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, no. J Lo Lopez. J Lo yes. and I, Will I, I Am. On this song, yeah, it's called T H E. Gosh, I mean, hardest ever. Do you know what it is this song? Do you, do you know that song? I think it was like 2015, 2016. It was Get Lit by Jim Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. It was like an yes. EDM song, and you know how fucking bad that song was. That song was bad. That song was bad. <laughs> that song was really, really bad. This sounds like a better version of that. Like, it's still bad. It's still in the realms of badness. It's just like... He definitely felt pushed by Jaden's music career to make that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, some can't be out here make, making albums. Yeah. I'm the cool dad. I still bungee jump. Is that Nate? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I'm 50. I'm, no, I think it was even before he's 50. Like, I think it's... The, I remember them, they performed it in a, like a big club. Like, well, you know, EDM clubs are like, they're really packed. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot, cannot believe. Like, but anyways, it's not about that. It's about what I am. So... I feel like this is like a better version of a really bad song. So it just puts it in the bad category. And some of the lyrics here are so cringe. Like you would be a fan. I know you don't like Big Sean. Like you would you would put him in the Big Sean category. Like I think he talked about like a DeLorean or something like that. Like some really bad lines. Some here. weird like, weird stuff in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a word hard I'm a work hard, that's my thesis. This beat is the shit feces. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds it's, you know you know christmas you get you get kind of the family rounds you're all kind of sat sat, sat in the in the living room you get out yeah. the board games they've got dust mm. on them you haven't used them since last christmas you get out word association game and you Jesus just Christ. you just start riffing with the random words and that's what he does here he rhymes things with like 
He talks about <laughs> cashew nuts at one point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's some bad lines oh, there. I remember this, really I was like, bad. I remember just listening to it. I literally from like the first bar, I was like, that's a bad line. I was like, oh, that's another yeah. bad line. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, yeah, it's really bad. He said, I'm going to go hard like a motherfucking boner. I wake up in the morning hard like morning wood in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. It's oh, good. Yeah, it is. It's word association got out of hand. Tell a jealous chicken I don't know where the, what the beef is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I just I just don't understand. I don't understand Mr. What I Am. And again, I always get so surprised when people tell me Black Eyed Peas was like, oh, honest hip-hop bands before where's the love because you where is it jerry where is it like i don't understand like i've, I've always found what i am like the trendy version of um wyclef because they look the same to me anyways so it's like yeah it's just trendy wyclef to me it's like no yeah well i must been making cringies i mean for the last decade let's be honest like more than, more that. than that more than there we go ah synergy yeah more than that mate because what 10 years ago would have been 10 years ago would have been 2011 because he, he released willpower then. in 2013 and what was Jesus. the songs about girls even i mean that wasn't oh, a good album gosh i you do think remember, I ever downloading, to I I remember downloading that from napstar when i was what, like what year was that 12 2012 you d- yeah. from what? No, 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 oh, no. You're I was twelve. Again. I oh, was twelve. You downloaded songs off Napster. Do you not remember what? that? I was not Napster. That's no, it was a thing in the two thousands. Wait, isn't that paid? You have to pay for that, don't you? Do you I think so? Because Napster. I mean, I wouldn't. Was... I wouldn't have paid. <laughs> I was like eleven or twelve. Were they? Yeah, that was his long I don't know. Older brothers Fair and sisters. Was... I'm gonna. I'm gonna use that excuse. But yeah, I remember downloading that album. That was that was kind of when, yeah, he really started getting a bit Jesus. eccentric and and weird. I mean, eccentric and weird. I mean, we could talk about that Alicia Keys and Jack White collaboration. My God, like you know, what it is. I think everyone knows Alicia Keys took took the road less traveled with her career. Like, um, like <laughs> you know, everyone could agree with that, but. In particular, the song with Jack White. So this is, um, fucking hell, what's the song? Another Way to Die. Again, mm. you hear the title name? Yeah, say no more. But yeah, like... <laughs> it's I just... wish there was. I wish there was another way to die to it's, listen to this. Like, another way, yeah, another way to die is listening to this genre. Like, that's the thing. Like, this song had no sense existing. Like... Jack White and I just I would never put those two together like not in any sense like Jack White you don't he's sick at guitar he's banging but mm-hmm. Alicia Keys what the piano girl what like no sorry like this song is just not a good weird. Bond soundtrack song it sounds like a passion project like oh you know what I just want to do something different oh you know I just I've been doing this for so I just want to do something different and it's like why why like you don't have to do this like alicia come on let's talk about this what's going on like it's so i've never seen a career take such a hard like you know when you're driving on the on the motorway and you you're just about to miss the services so like turn over like um road and mm-hmm. you just steer it like like you just steer it right hard and you just park it that is alicia key's career like 
I've never seen someone take such a huge change in in just creativity. Like the diary of Alicia Keys in 2003 and you're telling me she's yep. making songs with Jack White like that fuck me like that is just, that is unforgivable like she must have been going through something sorry that is a weird collaboration mate. what yeah. do you think of it, it makes sense though it's for Quantum of Solace because that's I mean out of the last handful yeah the worst James the worst film. one <laughs> yeah exactly the worst one there you go so it makes, it's fitting isn't it the worst they James knew Bond didn't they the, yeah. song, <laughs> the film was ready to come out and like, fuck it's a bad film it's a bad film <laughs> Yeah, the names out of the hat. Yeah, yeah. That, let, let's just fit that out. With just bad film, bad songs. Like fucking hell. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, you say that, but they even made a music video for it as well. So, you know, did they? yeah, they oh, did. Boy. What was that? What was that? It like? it was very um. What's the word? Let's see, what is it? Like, it's just it's it's clearly edited. Like, it's not well edited. They're in this like weird dystopian. Is it dark? Yeah, of course it's dark, mate. It's fucking yeah. rock, isn't it? And at least he's got this microphone and she's just singing in a weird rock way. Like, it's just... Mm. It's just everything you don't want, really. It's everything you don't want. Like, when did this song come out? Like, I thought that this song came out way too Is late it? in a career. Okay, 2007. 2007. Yeah. But still, like... Yeah, like, imagine being a huge fan of Alicia Keys in, like, your 20s in 2003. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what she does next. <laughs> and she comes out with this shit. Like, fucking, I'll be so disappointed. Like, yeah, this song is, this song is, yeah, definitely not one, definitely some, one they were just going to put in the archives. They're not, they don't even want the masters for that song. Like, fuck it, give it to 007 or whatever, mate. They don't want that. I want to, I want to talk about another, um, another rock, rock collab. Okay, cool. Um, and that is... Mr. Mr. Wheezy, Lil Wayne, and <laughs> Weezer, <sighs> Weezer, it's and Weezer, Weezer, and Weezy. <laughs> you so, know what we say like that? It actually makes sense. It does. It does. It does. But yeah, set the scene. The year's two thousand and nine. You know, we're what are we? Year nine at this point. Yeah. Year eight. Lil year Wayne, Carter Three, Lil Wayne's, Lil Wayne's in his prime. He's at the height height of his career. Yeah. Um, but this song. Definitely is a telling sign of what's what's to come in 2010. <laughs> drops. We've not forgotten. He drops an album called Rebirth. Oh yes. Oh. Don't don't yes. tell me you've forgotten about that. Damn, I actually forgot about that. Damn. You can't get away with it. I'm not forgetting. <laughs> I'm not forgetting that that album. Do you know why people dropped. forgot anyway, because Drake existed? So it was fine. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, this song should have been a should have been a wake up call. Um, Damn. should have got some people out there to help him because it's awful um, it Rivers bad. Cuomo who's the lead the lead on the band Weezer quoted <laughs> saying any other rapper just wouldn't have done it yo <laughs> let's drink and have fun um, he said but Wayne gave it an edge I was looking for you can hear it in his voice it sounds so dark like he was going to get shot or something when he walks out of the studio wow <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> like he's going to get shot or something when he walks out the studio why does that Yikes. sound so racist that sounds so racist what the fuck oh my god I didn't read that fuck yeah. so the song by the way is Can't Stop Partying by the way so we mm-hmm. Can't Stop Partying we're going to put that title there and we're going to tie that with I feel like he was going to get shot when he left the studio. 
Jesus Christ. They're just talking about partying, babe. Fuck you now. Jesus Christ. That is bad. That is bad. Oh, man. But yeah, this sure is because Lil Wayne has always been a fan of rock. So I'm Mm -hmm. not surprised he does rock crossovers. But given he was at the height of his rap career, yeah, this was a surprise. This should have never happened. Like, you know, life was good. A midi dropped. You know, he had lollipop. Like, he was... He couldn't be stopped. And, yeah, like, He should have been. Yeah, he should have been been stopped to do this. (laughs) He should have been stopped to do this, mate. Like, boy, I don't know what he was doing here, mate. Like, yeah, I I just don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Weezer. Like, Weezer. That is so strange. That is very strange. (laughs) But... You know, I I can I can imagine a reason. Maybe not under the influence of some other substances that maybe, maybe who knows? Who knows? I, I'm not gonna put it out of the universe, but that is a very strange collaboration. That is a very strange collaboration. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, I mean, not not the only rock rap collaboration. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to Jack White quickly. So there is a good Jack White collaboration. That's with Tribe Called Quest can't miss with my boys tribe like best hit talk to me about it time. but um yeah so they were on i think jack white was on ego and conrad tokyo the final so song a, right no not the final song near the really? final near the end yeah it's near the end but it's not the final oh, right. song but he's he's all over the album but i think the main parts is the end of conrad tokyo and the start of ego and um yeah so he does like a little bit of a riff that goes into ego and these songs slap. Like, these are amazing songs. Like, yeah, I think Ego does the whole, like, um refrain of it. And then, yeah, like, mm-hmm. it is a perfect collaboration. Like, uh, yeah, one of those ones where I would never see Q-Tip and Jack White in the studios again and think, fuck it, let's just do it. And it's weird how all these, like, hip-hop artists or R&B artists just decided Jack White is the go-to guy. Yeah. Because, Which, yeah wasn't like, he on um, Lemonade? Yes, he was on Don't Hurt Yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. really weird. Like they were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's get me some Jack White, mate." Like, <laughs> you know, like it's really strange, but whatever. Maybe it's just me. You know, maybe it's just the most open one of all the rock bands. I can imagine that to be the case, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Jack White and Triumph. I know Quest how much you love that. Yeah, it's a this ego album, is a yeah. amazing song. Yeah, this album yeah. is phenomenal. But ego is such a good song. If, you know, lyrics aside, but even. Even the beat itself with the um, Jack White on the guitar, I wouldn't have thought that song would have kind of came to be what it is. But it it just really works. Mm. It really, really works. And yeah, it just kind of depicts the ego in such a concise but very accurate way. Like, you know, something to make you feel strong when people hate you and stuff like that. It's like, it's yeah. true. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so yeah. Comrade's, big, Comrade's big definitely one of the best songs on there. Oh, Kendrick went super sane on that. He like does. Kendrick, he yeah, does. he that might yeah. be my, that might be my favorite feature of his. Like it's too mm. short. Like it's he, yeah. I don't know what he was feeling at the time, but mm. yeah. And the thing is, hard. especially with like dual discs, you know, you can kind of expect that the the second uh, the second disc is weaker. Yeah, weaker, but it's not. That no, run, it's what is it? There's an Anderson Pack song, then there's the Kendrick yeah. song, then there's that, the second Jack White song, then it's, what is it, yeah. the Donald? The Donald's, yeah, the closer. Funny yeah. Song. Ah, what a run. Yeah, it's, I mean, boy. Your favorite like, album of 2016, probably? 
Oh, is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was number yeah. one. Uh, number two was Telephone. Yeah, so... Mm. Um, very close to because Telephone is fucking sick. So, um, but this album, I think, just to for some for a group that ended in '99 and came back 17 years later and thought, "Fuck it, let me let's just take over the game again and just let's just drop one of the best albums of the year." Yeah, let's just drop one of the best albums of the year and just did it with ease with ease. Like this album is so. Mm -hmm. I wish more people listened to it, especially when you're sitting on old material and yeah, there's. Yeah, and you've got so you've got like years to play with it. Yeah, and you and you drop something like that. Yeah, it is, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, and just yeah, and just thought, fuck it, let's just slap Jack White on our last album ever. Like Jack White, like that's a risk, but it paid off really well, mate. Really, really well. So yeah, phenomenal um, records, phenomenal album. So yeah, shout out to them yeah. guys. Which what the five the five years will come up this year, so we should probably slap. Yeah, it's fucking just slap it on slap on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it let's do it go on what's the next um, oh, let's talk a couple of um, a Jay-Z collabs he's uh, oh, come on, he's put it. some he's, he's put some <laughs> feet, feet wrong in his time yes um, he has yes he has whoa come on come yeah. on what? so if, if him and I mean we talked about last week if you haven't checked out the episode on uh, responsibility mm. politics check yes. that out we talked okay. about R. Kelly quite a lot Yes, we um, did. Yes, we did. The only Oof. reason we're talking about him today is is to slate him. So, <laughs> so all good. Uh, but yeah, Jay Z and R. Kelly. Um, as if one album was a uh, was was enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Apparently, they they gave us another because unfinished business. Apparently, <laughs> there wasn't any. There was there were no business to be finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Do you know what's funny? Because they even dropped to the lux of their first album, Best of Both Worlds. So, the reason why, like, maybe people don't think it's as random as it is, but this wasn't even in the 90s. This was in the 2000s. 2002, right? 2002, 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Why the hell are you collaborating with R. Kelly? Like, at this point, R. Kelly is semi-washed up. Like, he's not even in his prime anymore. Forget all the things that he's happened outside of music. Like, just as a singer, like, it's not like R. Kelly's, like, the hottest on the streets right now. To do two albums with him, like... Yeah. And it's also funny about Jay-Z. He doesn't even really acknowledge them in interviews. Like, he's just like, yeah, like, that happened. That did like, not happen. Yeah. Just block you know I mean? that, like, two-year gap out. <laughs> the only reason they came back for that second album has to be... Man- like, management teams were like, yeah. They were seeing the dollar signs there. They were like, yeah, yeah let's get another going. Yeah, but the second one the, didn't. Yeah. I don't think it did did that well commercially. No, but the first I mean, one did. The first one went platinum. But then you got to think yeah. about it. It's Jay Z, who was the biggest hip hop artist at that time. And R. Kelly. And it's R. Kelly. Like who is R. Kelly? Like you know, yeah. one of the biggest artists literally in the world at the time. So, yeah. you know I mean, it's, it just makes sense. But Jay Z and R. Kelly doesn't make boring. Sense. Yeah, doesn't, never doesn't make sense. What never what made the sense. Point of it. Yeah. Um, Will never make sense. The second album didn't exactly come with any kind of interesting takes or topics. It was just, it felt like the second CD of the first (laughs) album. Yeah. Um, The only saving grace I will say is that neither of these projects is on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that. Damn. I mean, 
that business they had is is well and truly finished, yeah. mate. Because so when Jay Z was talking to Tidal in Spotify, it was like, yeah, I'll put I'll put my albums back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Collabs. Not gonna bother the arc anyone. Like, godly. Like, I don't know what he was thinking there. Like, don't wrong. Like, one album is like, you know what? You know, fuck it. Let's try it. Like, you know, people do joint albums, but back to back. Back to yeah. back, Mr. Carter. Like, what are you thinking? Like, the thing, you know what is? Just R. Kelly's sound and Jay-Z's sound. It just doesn't work. R. Kelly's more those, R. Kelly's that type of guy who give a couple of verses and you have this really, like, dramatic bridge and the hook is going to really hit you, like, you know, world's greatest or something like that. Like, he's one of those people, like, Jay-Z's a rapper. Like, it just doesn't work. It's never going to work. Like, well, you're gonna have mm-hmm. R. Kelly just do a verse. Like, it's just no, he's not one of those guys, yeah. man. Like, and yeah, to think this, he dropped he dropped one album with R. Kelly, went away, made the black album, mm. came back and <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's Talk really strange. That. It's really strange because this obviously came after his quote unquote retirement. So yeah, he drops the first album in 2002, drops his last album, the black album, which, to be honest, given how much he put into that album, it, I think it really was his last album at the time. Because he did a massive tour for it. And then he comes out a year later with R. Kelly, Unfinished Business. And it's like, man, you should have you should have finished that business before you retired, mate. Because yeah. what's going on? Like, mate, no. Nah, like, you know what's funny? Because when people talk about Jay-Z's discography, no one mentions the R. Kelly albums. Because it's just like a... It's just mm-hmm. one of those like unspoken rules. Like, Jay-Z's good, but we don't talk about the R. Kelly albums. We just, we just don't talk about it. Like, it's just... Yeah, should have, should have never happened. Never, ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever happened, ever. But yeah. I'll, but let's uh, run through a, f- a few quick quick ones. Um, <laughs> Jay-Z, Linkin Park. Oh, Collision Course. You know what? It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have but happened. But since it did. But since it did, Encore was a good song. That was Encore a good song. Was. That should have happened. But I, don't, I think they went too far. They did the what I like to call the 200 IQ play where you think too much about some work you're doing and you kind of out, you kind of fuck yourself and do something that's stupid. So I think Encore was a good song and they thought, I think they thought, wow, like, you know, you're Linkin Park, you're one of the biggest rock bands right now. I'm one of the biggest hip hop artists right now. Fuck it. Let's just do something crazy. And (laughs) the collision course happened and it just wasn't, it just wasn't what people thought it would be. Don't know. Encore's a good song, but and fair enough, it is short. It's a pretty short record, but it should have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It, what did he he put um Encore was on his Black album. Yes. And then so Black Album two thousand three was Collision Course two thousand and four. Same year yeah. as the R. Kelly. Yeah. All these collabs, mate. That, that is a weird time for him. That yeah. yeah. That's it. I think Jay Z. Don't Jay Z is probably one of my favorite artists of all time still. But I mean, he has a lot of albums that are just bad. But he does make up for it for some really good albums. He has some classics, but some of his albums that Jay Z has are really bad. Like we can't ever forget them, and that's what we're here for. Um, gosh, I mean, what else do we <laughs> have? I mean, I mean ooh, what other songs we have? I mean, we have. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring to you four or five seconds. By so we got Rihanna, okay, cool. Rihanna, Kanye West, okay, cool. Rock Nation, that makes sense. Paul McCartney, talk Beatles. to me about that. <laughs> Beatles, talk to me about that. Obviously, 
not good a bad mouth mr paul mccartney <laughs> brilliant artist beatles amazing amazing mm. don't even need to say that but mm. yeah the song didn't work for me and the weird thing about it is it was so well received like oh, yeah there's so much like the reception was really positive especially mm. about rihanna's performance which was the highlight it was i would agree with that yeah but i would say it was marginally better than the paul mccartney and yay song um that they did earlier which was mm. remind me the only, name of that i think it was only one only one yeah yeah which had you know the feel of a charity single it did yeah it was nice i think i like only one better than this i think this song it's not awful it's really meh it's really meh it's like do we need this it's kind of like talking about like oh like stressed out from the week but it's not friday yet it's like okay mm. like and okay having three icons like that yeah i mean like admittedly rihanna isn't as you know as huge as kind of she is in now. terms of discography as, yeah. as kanye and paul mccartney yeah but you've yeah. got those three song. you've got those three artists on a track and that's what what you came up yeah, with yeah it's really strange like I, I like that's the mood that's the topic just being stressed out from your week like that doesn't sound very impactful mate like it's very mm. but at the same time I, don't, I think the performance I was talking about the you know vocal performance I can't say yeah. it's bad it's not bad I just don't think the song is that compelling really honestly I don't think I look at the lyrics I'm like oh my gosh yes like that's what I needed like four or five seconds like mm-mm, absolutely not so um yeah it's not bad i think it's one of the only songs i thought you know this was meh like really just <clears throat> middle of the road that's it really <laughs> there's not much yeah. to it i think one final because we talked we've talked obviously about kind of the rap the rap and rock collabs um okay. there's definitely like rap and kind of like electronic i mean we're not gonna have time to go through all of it but Mm-hmm. You know, ASAP Rocky and Moby were together on testing. You know, he did that kind of mm-hmm. cover mm-hmm. of um, what song was it? Was it Porcelain? I yeah, the Moby song Porcelain. Mm-hmm. Um, he does kind of a cover of it. Um, you've got Gazafelstein and The Weekend on mm-hmm. his EP, um, which was called My Dear. Was it My Dear Melancholy? <sighs> that sounds familiar. Fuck. Familiar, yeah. I think it was 2017 or 2018. It came out in like the beginning of the year, the weekend, February, the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a French, I think they're a French duo, or it's just one guy, but they're like electronic techno. Okay, Um, and that worked, like really worked. Um, And that leads me on to my next question, which is, um, what kind of collabs are are you kind of like? looking forward to or who do you who do you want to see what kind of crossover Actually, I'm, just to break the rules a little bit I'm going to slip one more collab in Tiny Temper and J. Cole that was really random and Rich Free 2 that is fucking random imagine those names in 2020 that is really random but the song is not yeah. bad J. J. Cole bad. toured with him didn't he yeah really straight I think do you know what I'm going to say it's promo it was promo Absolutely. for J. Cole yeah. it's his first album that was promo but mm-hmm. whatever Collab, collabs I'm looking forward to. Ooh, um While I'm you're thinking, sh- I'm going to say I want to see, because I mentioned it, Gazafelstein. I mm. think I would like to see um, Gazafelstein do something with FKA, because I think it would work. Okay. If you cool. if you go back and listen to some of the songs on um, on that EP, 
Yeah. I think I think FK would work would work well. Okay. Hmm. I would want to see. I th- I don't know if there's gonna be like. Also, I know the theme of this episode is like you know weird mismatches. But hmm. I want to see. I, I, I'm trying to think of an artist that's just really out there. And we'll just do anything. So let's say, like, fuck, I'm going to put something so random out there. Like, Parsalu and, like, fucking... Who would I put there? Someone random. Like, Anderson fuck Mark. it. Yeah! Yep, that's what I'm going to put out there. Parsalu and Anderson Pack. You know what it is? I actually think that would work as well. And I'm not... You know what it is? If his album dropped, I wouldn't be surprised if he has an American feature. Because he's already been on fucking SNL at this point. Yeah. Off a mixtape. What do mixtapes mean these days? Whatever. That's another episode. But yeah. <laughs> so he's already kind of been on um, SNL. So, you know, why not? So I can imagine him having some big features there. Um, in terms of ones that isn't really a mismatch, but mi- mix, meh, mismatch, mismatch. Slurring my words here. Um, I'd love to see Mahalia and Little Sims. I think that would work way more than Cleo Soul and Little Sims. I think that would be banging mate like i think that'd be sick i think that'd be really good um who else i'd like to see i would love to see i think i'd I'd love to see just a random one because none of these are ever gonna happen i think i'd love to see like nux and joey badass i think that'd be fucking sick i think that'd be amazing um l sweatshirt l sweatshirt and like who else would i put Someone from the UK. I'm going to go random. L sweatshirt and like... Wretch. Why not? Why not? That might work. Speak it into existence. Why not? That might work. Because I know he, ta- he taps into the UK soon. So, fuck it. Why not? What about you? He's about... I remember seeing that really famous clip of L sweatshirt, Tyler the Creator and MF Doom concert. Yeah. They were uh, I love that video. I love that video. Yeah. They were loving that. They're, um, they're honest fans, man. Go on. I'd love to see, yeah, as I said, FKA. I want to see her kind of veer off somewhere. I don't know whether mm. she does something with like Gazafushtein or, you know, why not Kendrick? Go big. Go big, go home. Oh, that would be interesting, actually. I I'd can like see that say, actually happening, actually. Yeah, yeah fair. Um, I'd like to see, I put down Madlib and Joey Badass. I'd like to see that. I don't, okay. I don't know what to expect from his new album. Um, Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs. We know, we know Freddie Gibbs is up for this. He said he said he'd uh, he'd work with Pusha T. That would be an interesting yeah. one. That would be the, just the battle of pure. The, the that'd be that like pure grade A mate, straight to us. That would be pure coke rap. That would be really fucking sick though. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps up our our collab. Yeah, again, if you want any Club big collabs that you want to talk about where you missed one out, because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of that you missed out. But yeah, so many. Shout us out, yeah. Vinyl Collective Pod, or you can shout us out, shout us out on our socials. So you got TVC Pod on Twitter, you got Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram, um, you got Vinyl Collective Pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, we've got a Facebook page, we've got um, that's pretty much it. And obviously, podcasts and streaming platforms, you, you know the deal. You know the deal. But again, yeah, before we close out, we've got our Now and Then playlist. So this is where we add a song that's a bit more current. And we add a song that's a bit more of a throwback that's come out maybe a couple years ago, 20 years ago. We can do anything. You know, it's really an organic, unique playlist 
So John, I'm going to start with you. What's your now and then? Cool. My now song is from a French rapper okay. called Damso, and the song is 911. And okay. it's going to be on the playlist, so you can check it out. Oh, I think it's a random. great song. I think okay. it's a great song. I, I I heard it on like a just some kind of like random video on Instagram. I was like, this is the beat is nice. But yeah, found the song. It's called Nine One One Damso. There's some strong French rappers out there. Um, you know, maybe we'll we'll incorporate. Maybe we'll have a bit of an international episode at some point where we look at rap from different countries. But um, okay, that's my now song, and then my then song is Slow Jams by uh, Kanye West, Twister, Ooh, and Jamie Foxx. Nice. Yeah, I love that song. Nice. I love that song so much. I miss Twister. The, the I miss Jamie his... Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss Kanye. <laughs> I miss old Kanye. We all miss him, mate. Uh, so yeah, Slow Jams, great song. Okay, What cool. are you going for? What's your new? So now I'm going to add, this is a more re- re- probably going to do a spotlight series on her but um, Bella Something You Like so this is off her album The Art of Conversation really good song um, yeah yeah good singer check her out we're probably going to feature her at some point um, and then my Den song I've been listening to a lot I think I've obviously kind of spotted I've listened to a lot of Mahalia the last few days like she is banging me like she is pretty sick I've listened to a couple songs here and there but I didn't listen to full projects but yeah, she's banging me. Like, she's sick. So I'm going to add... I'm going to add Karma. I'm going to add Square One, but I'm going to add Karma. Karma's the one. Like, yeah. She she makes some good songs. Mm. She makes some good songs. So, yeah, I love straight... that song. What is it? Hiding Place? I haven't heard that. Oh, this might be from my EP. I've only listened oh, to Oh, Hideout. Album. Is it Hideout? Maybe. Oh, what's that song? Oh. She's like, I know about your hideout. I'm not going to sing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's... um, I'm sure it's called Hideout. But, yeah. Good, good yeah. choices there. Great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, again, another week of singers, mate. I need to get back to my rapping. I mean, listen to a lot of singing recently. A lot of Baby There's Rose as well. Yeah, Baby like, Rose. Whew, that yeah. album keeps growing. We had her on the, the Spotlight series a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, she is, yeah, she's She super, is super special. Like, the more I listen to that album, the more I'm just like, wow, like, you really miss that guy. <laughs> That album is really good. Yeah. Like it is, it is one dimensional, but I think it works so well. Like you can tell, like she put her heart into that one. Like, yeah. So that's that's been a lot of my music this like this week. Baby Rose, Mahadi, those those two really. So yeah. So yeah, if you yeah again, if you um, think of any collabs that you you've listened to, you're like what was going on here? Why were these two put together? This makes no yeah. sense. Or <laughs> yeah. If you kind of have a different take on any of the artists we've mentioned today, then um, yeah, let us know on our socials or email. But yeah. that is us. That's for now. Um, till till next week. Till your favorite podcast comes back, and <laughs> you know, get you another hour of greatness. <laughs> I was gonna throw that in. Out. Fuck it. Why not? We out.